have something? For yeah. We can talk about the... I was thinking about talking about the theater today. The theater... Okay, like the tech, tech oh, thing? Oh yeah, tech booth, because like, I did tech booth. Yeah. High school and I did theater. Yeah, okay. So, you can, you can take the couch. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll take the couch. Yeah, right, start cool. the music? Uh, yeah, go ahead and start the music. Welcome back to One Semester. Um, my name is Jacob Marscola. Are you, are you doing okay? Uh, I'm just making sure. You know, I'm confused. You're on the couch today, and yeah. I it's weird being on the other side of the mic. It's really strange. Yeah, you're taller this time. I'm Andrew Mister, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's Andrew Mister. I don't have a funny thing. And this thing. is one semester? This is one semester. We're in the right place, right? Yeah, I okay, think so. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I'm not used to being on the couch. Yeah, I know, it's weird. I was just, you it, told me to take it. Yeah, no, I did. Uh, I'm just making sure um, just making sure that we're here, right? We're here. We're here. All right, you, y'all can hear us? Okay, cool. Thank, thanks. thanks for responding. Thanks for responding. Um, okay, so... Uh, Can you hear us? <laughs> great! Great! Where's the intro to this episode? Is it over there? Hmm. Is it over there? It's been here the whole time! Okay, welcome back to One Semester. Uh, I am Jacob Marscola. I'm Andrew Mister. Yeah, we said that so many times now. Um, oh, uh, Jacob, welcome back to one semester. I'm Andrew Mister. Uh, welcome back to one semester. I'm Jacob Marskola. Welcome Thank back. You. Welcome back, Andrew. Um, uh, so today, I... On one semester. On one semester. With Andrew Mister. Yes, with Andrew Mister. No, but earlier, before. Yeah. Right. Because I forgot how we got here. But and you're Jacob Marskola. I'm Jacob Marskola. Okay. And that's the mic. Yeah. And that's your computer. You ever feel like we've done this before? I think maybe... Anyway, let's get to the topic at hand. Um, welcome back to one semester. I'm Jacob Marshall. And I'm Andrew Mister. Right, and you're on the couch. Right, and I feel like we've done this before. I feel like we've been... Have we... I, I used to be on the... I'm, I feel... No. You're that, the, and, that's, I, and that's the mic. That right? is the mic. Yes, and then I'm Jacob. Right. And you are... One semester. No, Andrew, no, you're Mister, Andrew Mister. And this is one semester. One semester. Right. Got it. Deja vu. Yeah. And what's it, the deal yeah, with that? I, Yeah, what's the deal with deja vu? I've got a funny theory about deja vu. Actually, not funny. It's more of just like a... I, I don't know. Like, it's a fun idea for, like, a movie. My theory that I don't f- believe in at all, it's just, like, fun to play around with, is that deja vu... Like, you know that, let's just talk in simple circumstances. Like, if you say something in a specific environment, and I'm like, I feel like I've been here before, and you said that real right. exact Right, what was thing. the conversation I was having? I forget. It was a song. Oh, it was, it was Blake Shelton's Old Red. I was yeah, yeah, we were song. talking about Old Red. And I feel like I had experienced you being on the couch, which never happens, because this is this one is, semester. With Andrew Mist. And I'm Jacob Marscola. Yeah, and this yeah. is my first time on the couch, and... There's a like a spinny chair and a couch and some desks and Jacob always is on the couch. I'm always in the spinny chair, and our crap is always on the desk here. Yeah. And we switched it up today, and now I'm very confused. And I think it like actually threw off our actually threw us off because <laughs> of how really long it took us to figure out what to do. Uh, but no. So we were talking about. You said it was called Old Red. By Blake Sheldon. By, by Blake Sheldon. And you were on the couch. And I felt like I had been here before. But one, you're never on the couch. And two, I've never heard of that song, like, ever. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like, my brain told me that that's happened before. Right. My fun little theory is that it has in a different parallel universe. This is literally my theory. This is your theory? So my theory is, like, people describe 
un- parallel universes, like, they run next to each other. Yeah. And, like, everything has energy and is mm-hmm. shaking, right? So my assumption is deja vu is just a collision. Yeah, like, it's like, just literally like a, a the thought, universe a, is... a thought, like, came over to me from another version yeah. of me. and, like, either they're happening at the same time or, yeah. like, it's it has happened and they're just, like... And because they're little moments, too, right? It's, right. it's not like... I like, mean, a big event can maybe be deja vu, but a big event is too memorable to be deja vu sometimes. Right, like, I've had conversations with my girlfriend where I've been, like, we've never done this before, but, like, I feel like we have... Or, like, talk about this. I have a very distinct memory of deja vu where I, like, had the parallel idea. I was driving to high school once, and it was the way I came around a curve up to a light and, like, the weather, the car that was in front of me, all those details. I was like, I feel like I did this before. I feel like there was no way. And there's no way that they lined up like that. And honestly, like, I say it's a fun little theory, but, like it's gotten to the point where sometimes I have such strong deja vu where I have nothing else to believe. Because what I've been told about deja vu is it literally is like your eyes and your brain are like on a delay Mm -hmm. and sometimes it like glitches and like the delay takes a little longer. So like the reason you think it's happened before is because it's happened like a millisecond before your brain processed. Oh. So your brain saw it and then your brain processed it. Really? And the reason you think you've seen it before is because you literally saw it a second ago. Oh, but your brain is telling you, no, this has happened like weeks before. Right. And then, right, like, because it doesn't have, yeah. it's like that part of your brain where, but like, still, time what, what causes that little glitch? Like, right. So it's a cool thing. I actually afterwards want to, like, I feel like when we get dinner tonight, we should look at deja vu a little more. I'm very curious, like, because I've always wondered, but I've never wanted to actually, like, look it up and explore it because I didn't want my theory to be, like, mixed because I think it's a cool theory. Mm -hmm. And it's a cool theory that I would, like, I'm sure it seems like such a classic thing to be made into a movie, but I want to do it. Right. Like, it seems like a cool thing that you could do. I ask this because I haven't seen the movie. Have you seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? I have not. I haven't either, and I don't think it addresses that, but I know that there's something with, like, parallel... There's something with, like... uh, I want to watch it. The main characters, like... There's versions of of them of them. I don't remember exactly. And but I'm like, sure there's like a movie called Deja Vu because that just feels easy. But yeah. I, I agree with you. I think the idea of a movie where Deja Vu is like the parallel universes yeah. interconnecting with each other it would be really cool. Because like sometimes I've had Deja Vu with stuff that like I definitely couldn't see myself doing, and it's less Deja Vu and more like me having just a very cathartic thought. Like I so I, I I sometimes like I. I think sometimes my, my brain, like, if I get angry at something, like, sometimes, you know, you'll think, like, oh, I wish I could hit that person. But sometimes I'm not even angry, and I'll just think of something, and I'm like, I would never and have never done that. It feels too real. Like, it's scary. Yeah. yeah. To me, it's more of, like, someone is saying something to me. Like, I'll be sitting in, like, a friend's apartment, like, in their couch, and I'll just be like, we've had this conversation before. But that's just not, like... Like we have. I still think the real science behind it, like the millisecond thing, mm-hmm. that's still pretty cool. Like that, you, or cool and weird that your brain does that enough where I don't think it's completely mixed to my parallel universe right. theory. Right. Well, there's also that whole like glitch in the Matrix stuff where it's like it kind of supports those things too. Sometimes I do feel like there's a glitch in the Matrix. Right. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about that on one semester. We should. With Andrew Mister. And Jacob Marscola. And this is one semester. Oh, we're doing it now. Yeah. Oh, and that's the mic. Right, that's the mic. Am I holding your computer? or is No, that's your this computer is mine? on the chair where I usually... My computer, my computer's on the desk. Right, yeah. And this is one semester. And this is one semester. And that's the door. That's the door. Yeah. Deja vu! Weird, right? <laughs> that's the deal Anyway, I have a theory about deja vu. Have you, like, 
smashed your head against a wall yet? <laughs> I, I have you there's... like looked at your phone to find our location? There are like, two types Snapchat. There are there are two types of one semester listeners: those that were like hating this joke the entire time, and then those that Who didn't listen to one semester ever. And yeah, like... yeah, that's <laughs> it. And there's a third special kind that's just me listening back <laughs> to this audio, being like, I can't wait for them to do the joke again. That's super funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one semester, we're doing that right now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and in the cold open, we were talking about talking about uh, theater and like tech today. Yeah. Because I wanted to talk about um, working the sound and light board. I did it through high school. I was a senior tech of my high school's um, tech board tech booth, and I just finished doing the soundboard for the Villanova graduate students play, Men on Boats. And I had to do that because I'm a theater minor here and you have to do something called your practicum, which it's like the Latin word for like, do it, go do that, go, go do it. Um, the practicum for a business student is just like, go to wall street, money, go get money, screw someone out of a dollar. Yeah. Go, go wolf of wall street yeah. that. Yeah. And then in engineering, it's like, go make that thing move. Go make that thing move. If you don't. And in psychology, it's like, why? All they do is they give you a paper that says, why? Why? That's the final exam. They don't even tell you to fill it out. They just give it to you and see if you go mad. What what the... I like this idea. I want to talk about what you're talking about, but I like this idea. Why? The the practicum for, like, a history major is, like, build a time machine. Go prove it did happen. It happened. Go prove it happened. Or they're more introspective about it. They're like, go make history. Go make history. And you're like, what? To, what? Quote, to quote Hamilton, history has its eyes on you. So stop that. That's kind of creepy. That's kind of weird. It's, it's yeah. kind of creepy. So anyway, tech booth. A tech booth. Um. So I, I, I just like, I have like funny stories from it that I want to tell you about at some point. But I also like wanted to know, like, you, you got, are you... Got stories? Should you ask me questions? Yeah. Uh, Should we do more than just write tech booth on our idea doc and just walk in and be like, let's talk about it? Don't let them know that we're not prepared. Right. For one semester. Yeah, featuring Andrew Mister and Jacob Marscola. Yes. That joke will never come. And up our again, idea right? doc. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's on the laptop, which is on the desk. I feel like we're just slowly building canon for like. Right. In case, in case we decide to do another season. I feel like I need to throw up. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love confusing myself to the mm-hmm. point where I don't remember how we got here for one right. semester. Right. The podcast, this one. Featuring Jacob Marscola. And Andrew Mister. Mm-hmm. Perfect. These are two characters that no one wants to come no. back. But I do. <laughs> um, I have, so like my entire theme my whole life, except for like up to like coming to college because it kind of changed, was like, I want to be behind the scenes, behind the camera. I want to write the thing. I want to direct the thing. Like my, I remember for the longest time I was like, I want to be a director. And then I like found out what directors really did. And I was like, well, that's still cool. But I don't know if I want to be the director because I want to make the thing um, for someone else to interpret. So then I was like, I want to be a writer for a movie eventually or like a cinematographer maybe and like actually capture the magic. But like my whole life I've been like, I want to be behind the scenes. So I remember my first experience, I guess you could say, with um, being a like tech, tech or like doing tech, doing tech, tech or episode. or being behind the scenes for mm-hmm. a production was the last Airbender. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone's going to flame me for being a part of that production. Uh, uh, oh, because... Because flame. Fl- and then water. Water. And, and earth. And earth and air. And air. And, and, then there's, and then there's actually blood and... What? No, you... <laughs> I didn't the watch blood a... bloodbender? I'm not kidding. So you just like... They can control people's movements. No, I thought that was just like some shit on Reddit. No, 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 no. There's an episode of The Last Airbender in which they explore bloodbending and I think bone bending. It's very disturbing. But I'm pretty sure I have a very vivid memory of watching like my only episode of The Last Airbender TV show. And there's blood and bone benders or something like that. I know there's blood. I'm pretty sure. Okay, keep talking. And there's a, yeah. I'm gonna fact check you while you, you, fact you tell me on people that. about the I'm sure last be, thing you ever did. The last yeah, the, the last thing. The first ever production I was a part of being like behind the scenes was when I was uh actually you know what? Before this, I did do like one musical in like sixth grade. I played Aaron in a musical called Are We There Yet? about like Moses and like the the journey to... I'm not kidding, yeah. That's, that's funny. That's actually a really funny idea. No, it, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, no, it, it's... Because uh, I, I went to a Catholic uh, middle school. Um, I've been going to a private Catholic school since, like, fifth grade, so I think this was in sixth grade. Oh, I, and it's one of those classic, like, where you're just going to tell the Catholic story. Yeah, no, that's what we'll they do did. Jesus Christ Superstar every We never year. did that. We did... I wasn't a part of it, but they did... Uh, I really thought the name of the show was called I Wasn't a Part of It, because <laughs> that's a really good musical name. <laughs> it actually is, yeah. It's very meta. But I was a part of Are We There Yet? I played Aaron, um, who had the second most lines out of any uh, like male role, what I think. you, hot shot. Or maybe the third most. The, our pharaoh was played by a girl. Uh, she did really well. Um, I forget her name. but And if I did, I won't dox her. But uh, she did really well. Uh, everyone else did really well. Was, I like don't remember if I was good at singing, but I remember that we ran out of mics. And the director said, Jacob, you don't need a mic. You're loud enough. <laughs> And that's all I remember, really, of that whole experience. Um, so I played Aaron. Um, question. What? I'm Googling things. So first of all, yes, Bloodbender, real episodes called The Puppet Master. Yeah. It's a real thing. Um, are we there yet? Are you sure it was religious? Oh, wait, no, there is. The, wait, yeah. Lauren Capture, Humor and Humanity, Moses, Mir- Aaron, Joshua, and the Pharaoh. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. there's also this, like... Both a TV show and, and a musical about just people in a car. And yeah, I was like, yeah. Are you sure you're, you're no, no. Didn't just like <laughs> do take it. a show and be like, let's make it Catholic. No, like, no, no, no. no. Are they we make there it yet? like I don't know. They do the Wizard of Oz and they're like, I, I guess everyone's like the Roman who would be Jesus in the Wizard. That's a I, bad choice for me. That's a bad yeah. But, but no, are we there yet? Was oh real. dude, they take Hamilton and make Hamilton Jesus in Burr Pontius Pilate. <laughs> <laughs> he ends his crucifix to the sky. <laughs> no, but are we there yet? Was like, a real thing um, that, like, was before we did it. Uh, and I remember, like, the whole week leading up to, like, show day, uh, all I all we played in the car was, like, songs that my character was a part of. I didn't sing a lot. I spoke a lot. Because um, Aaron, if you didn't know, this is Bible, this is Bible class. Right. Aaron was the cousin, or maybe the brother. There's many iterations. It's a great of, class. I'm learning so much. Yeah. He's the brother, comma, maybe the cousin. <laughs> I really hope this isn't on the test. <laughs> But he, like, spoke for Moses, so I did a lot of speaking lines. Right. I think I had more lines than Moses, because that's, like, the that's the point of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after that, long-winded way of saying, that was when I acted, uh, and then I was, uh, then I, l- before I left that school that I was at, I put on, like, a nativity 
play, you know, like the classic nativity, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, the nativity plays that they do like in churches where they're, yeah, but they do with like eight year olds. So they're not going to like, yeah, no, they did it with like the eighth graders of the school. Uh, and I was a, that's not a woman. That's just a slightly larger baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I was a seventh grader and I was one of the three stage managers that had to tell all these eighth graders go do this and none of them would listen to me, but I had this like headset for no reason because we weren't talking to each other. Mm-hmm. But our, our like theology teacher gave us a headset, so I would just be like, "Go do that." So I did that, um, and then I left that school and I went to uh, South Bend, and then I joined a theater one class, which was an elective, and the whole thing was the whole semester we were preparing to put on a production where we all did a monologue, with like. Like a one-person scene that lasted like five and, minutes. And Jacob did the monologue from the social network because yes. even at the ripe old age of however old he was. Even though I had never seen it. It probably wasn't even out yet. Probably wasn't even, yeah. Uh, uh, it might have been out. What was that, 2014? 2013, 2013? 2014. Yeah, no, this was definitely... Oh, no, no, it definitely would have been out by now, but I hadn't seen it. Uh, that would have been a fun one to do. Like, we just did random monologues. I remember my monologue was like I was on the phone the whole time, so I had to play to the phone. So that was cool. That is cool. And then uh, during that same year, I decided to ask my theater teacher if I could be like backstage for uh, Theater 3's production, which is like a whole musical. And it was because this girl I liked was in Theater 3. And so I was like... And she was really into theater, too. So I was like, I'm going to do all the theaters. And then the next year, they cut the theater elective. <laughs> and then I couldn't do that anymore. Um, uh, and all I did for Theater theater 3's production was just, like, move, move stage stuff. Like, props and set pieces. And then uh, high school, I didn't do anything. Like, I didn't... There were many plays that I could have signed up for tech for. And I didn't really do anything. I could say the last production i was a part of before coming to college was probably my old podcast uh which we've talked about we 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 could talk about uh in another episode but like that was like the last time i was part of a production but i guess like a theater production last time i did that was that seventh grade year for theater threes i don't even remember what it was was for yeah yeah i anyway that's my experience i took up half the episode (laughs) you want to talk andrew um, yeah, I do want to talk. Oh, <laughs> that sounded so... I'm sorry. No, I, you said something that reminded me of when I was in eighth grade, we did a musical called Once Upon a Mattress. Hmm. Um, and in that musical, it, it's like the story of like the princess and the pea. But there's all these other like things that are happening in it that are like kind of like fairy tales. They really like just like twisting up fairy tales. Yeah, because I remember that's what ours was like. And in Once Upon a Mattress, I played the mute king. He's under a spell. He can't talk. Can't talk. So he's perfect for you. Well, yeah. I mean, it really it said a lot about how the school viewed me that they were like, "You need to shut the fuck up." Yeah. <laughs> like, like you want to be in this? No, you can't. But also, <laughs> it was great because I didn't have to sing, and I do not like to sing. Yeah. Um, and. I just, like, the weirdest part about that show is in in Once Upon a Mattress, it's about the king uh, whose son, the prince, is trying to find his suitor. A- and, like, the competition that these women go through to, like, be the suitors, Princess and the Peace story. Um, and so to help the son, the prince, get ready for all this... The king, in a big musical number, 
gives his son the sex talk. Wow. That's kind of... But he has to pantomime it. Oh, you had to do this? All done through, like, euphemism. So I remember the opening lines. It's like, boy flower, girl flower. It's like the opening lines of the song. And the thing that always astounded me about this is that in the show, you are having 13-year-olds mime sex to an audience of parents who are only eligible to be there because they've successfully had sex. Like, they've done the talk. Wow. And I just was like, who greenlit this? Real insection. (laughs) It just, like, was like... I remember having to do, like, a week of rehearsals for this song with, like, a teacher who, like, I don't know, people found a little creepy. I don't think he was, you know. And I just... I gave someone this sex talk on stage. I have very little memory of doing that performance. And we did it with the show like three or four times. I'm curious because everyone tells me different like answers. Like, had you had the sex talk at that point? Oh, yeah. No, we had had Do you think any like health is on, okay. like, STD and stuff. So like that was the extra weird thing. It says like, I know what this stuff is. I don't like I am so afraid of everything. Imagine how messed up that would have been, though, if none of you had have it yet. Like. Uh, like imagine everyone like in the teachers trying really hard not to like let, every, let any of the actors know like what this is supposed to be mm-hmm. it's like why am I doing oh you're just uh, talking about how you really want to eat your donut with your finger oh what oh my god <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> Jacob but I'm glad on you... one semester <laughs> yeah which is the podcast right with you Jacob and, and you Andrew that's me right uh, so anyways, I, you just remind me of that. No. Um, <laughs> but, like, you also got me thinking about, like, and, like, uh, well, first, that was a great opportunity for, like, physical comedy. And I got a lot of cheap laughs out of that role. Because you just, you be yeah. goofy and people have to translate whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, but, like, when I was in elementary middle school, I, like, wanted to be an actor. And I was like, people will see me in my infamous role of the ant's thorax in in Insects the Play, the first grade play. But <laughs> you should come to L.A. And, and be a movie star. <laughs> and I, like, recognize now that that's, like, kidnapping. And that's, like, how John Benet Ramsey died. Yeah. Like, that, like, terrible thing for, like, an eight-year-old to be wandering around thinking that's just how life happens. Yeah. Um, but then I, like... Went through puberty and was like, I don't like my body and how it moves. I don't want people to see me either. I don't want, yeah. And I started like working on music and go listen to episode six um, for that talk. It's still Um, my favorite episode. And then listen to episode 47 for the sex talk. We have to now. (laughs) You know we have to. Yeah, episode 47 for the sex talk. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, episode 47. Yep. Anyways, um... So then I, I get to high school, and it was, like, sophomore into junior year, and I, theater was not a thing at my high school. It was an all-boys high school. No one cared about theater. It was, it was toxic masculinity. Everyone didn't like it. It was just something a few people did. Which is unfortunate. I've seen productions in Love of Theater where it's, like, an all-dude cast going into, like, Oh, like like different kinds of roles, and it's so fun. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that you sucks. Just, that like, yeah, it just was the it was the climate. Um, but this like the tech dude at the school was like, "Hey you, you 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 do music, you do you do sound things, go go around the tech board." And I was like, "Oh okay." There's he's a like, magic buttons back there. Yeah, he's like, "You'll get access to the to the theater." 
and and because the theater is one of the few places the like catwalks up there is one of the few places that people weren't allowed there was like a challenge in my high school the six put like the six forbidden locations the catwalks was one oh. but if you worked in the theater you did it and wow. there's nothing bitches love more than a guy who has access to the no-no part of the theater. One of the one of the six places. <laughs> yeah, one of the six. Because everyone, every, every listener knows about the six places. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I, I like, did it because I was like, this is a good opportunity to, like, learn sound and stuff. And, like, I get to decide the music that plays for assemblies when we have assembly in the theater Oh, that's cool. Stuff. You got to do that? Yeah. And my friends also did it with me. Um, I feel like I was the one who was the most passionate about it. And so the reason I want to talk about this, however many minutes into the episode we are, is because I just did the grad show and it was such a different experience from doing tech in high school. Because in high school, at least ours, where like theater was a joke, um, when you're in a show, there's like light and sound cues and, you know, microphones and stuff. And you have to be on them. You have to be like... The moment that's supposed to happen, it has to happen because otherwise it throws off the the flow of the show. We like didn't have a stage manager for some reason, or like if we did, he like wasn't cueing us, or maybe it wasn't. I don't remember, but like it, like it wasn't happening from my best recollection. And so we were just kind of raw dogging when things were supposed to happen in the show from the from the tech booth. They're like, I think the phone call sound is here. <laughs> I think this person enters stage. That's we a, should turn that's on their a fun mic. experience to have with people. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And so I just did the tech booth here, and I was just running the soundboard. It's actual stage manager and stuff. Also, a small enough theater that they don't need mics, which was wonderful because I hate mixing mics. But, like, it was so nice to have someone just be like, sound cue, 222, go. And I just, like, hit a space bar and the sound would play. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, they had a professional sound designer already do the whole cue list, so I didn't have to worry about that. I literally was there to just make the sound play when someone told me to. And so whenever there was, like, a five-minute break, I just would pull out my phone and be like, oh, cool, like, football is happening. Or, like, hey, look, my girlfriend texted me. And I just was so shocked at like, oh, right, like professional environments like that happens like it's graduate theater. Yeah. Um, but I also like want to talk about this because I, I remember some funny moments from the theater um, because I'm an asshole and I like attention um, in high school. Like I said, there were assemblies. We choose the playlists. Um, and one of the things that happened on an Earth Day was they brought in the speaker who was, like, here to talk to us about, like, climate change, which is, like, good, like, educate yourself about that stuff. And, but this dude was, like, the world is ending. Like, we're all gonna die. There's nothing you can do. Like, it's all over. You'll die in a fire or, or the rising ocean or, de- <laughs> or deforestation or just the planet will explode. This is the end. And, and this dude was, like, it wasn't even, like, in a way that's, like, we could, we could fight. There's just, like, we're all fucked. And I was like, this this sucks. And so as the outro music, as everyone is walking out of this assembly, I was playing the chorus of R.E.M.'s It's the End of the World as We Know It. That's awesome. <laughs> and I saw the dean of student just like, as he was like on stage, like shaking his hand, the guy, the speaker's hand, he like stops and like looks up at the tech booth and then just like puts his hand over his mouth like the universal sign of like I can't be seen enjoying this 
And there's the like the little like wipe away on your mouth that goes back to talking to the dude. But like there was a moment where we made eye contact and I was just like, Yeah. That's really, <laughs> that's really fun. To have control of like the vibe because I remember going into assembly assemblies, depending on the song, with like it would influence how I felt about what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. very vaguely, because music does that. Yeah, because we just blare EDM, because there's like 500 teenage guys get into a theater about some, either a talk they didn't care about or like the silliest student presentation ever. Like, we had a, um, like an American Idol contest every year where people would like, it was American Idol. Or like, we'd have like a Halloween contest or a dance-off and stuff. And like, for those, we just would just get people hyped. So it's just like about about that yeah um also having access to the catwalks is cool the catwalks were made of this like it's the same cable that like aircraft carriers use oh so like it's really strong and sturdy but when you stand on like a mesh of it it's like bouncy like there's give to it yeah i've been on a catwalk before it's not like perfect like uh, stable well yeah but yeah because it like has to carry heavy loads yeah But um, when you have a fear of heights and you're like three stories in the air and like the first half of it's sturdy and then you take a step and your foot gives a little bit, you like shit your pants. You're like, oh. you're, like you're like, I'm going to fall. But like I eventually got used to it and like would like sleep on that like during my lunch break sometimes uh, when like, I wasn't like in the studio. I'd just go up there and like put on music and just like lay on the catwalk. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, having con- no having control of that music definitely sounds like a cool experience. I wish I had gotten more into it because mm-hmm. I talked like a big game of wanting to be behind the scenes so mm-hmm. much in high school and middle school, and I never really took it. They just kind of opportunities showed up, showing up, and then like I would be like, all right, cool. But I feel like coming to college, uh, I get just because of like uh, doing like ridiculum and doing mm-hmm. improv and stand up, I've gotten a little more comfortable being. Mm-hmm. Center of stage or front of attention, yeah. as opposed to being behind the camera. I still feel like I'm meshing both. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I, I will, I would choose to, if I was doing like a project for VTV, uh, like that I was head writing or head mm-hmm. like directing. I would choose to be behind the camera first. Like I talked about Crow in the last episode. I didn't want to be in that because I didn't feel like I needed to. Like I'll be there if I need to, mm-hmm. but if I don't, I like being behind the camera. Yeah, because um, I also think back then. Uh, like this will this will tie with your point, I swear. Um, I like learned a lot about like the light board and stuff too, and like it went from just being able to be like, turn on that spotlight or like make the the light move from left to right to like LED strobe lights for like yeah. a Halloween. We did one for like a Halloween um, assembly for the costume contest where we had these like random like strobes like sparking yeah. with like then like an orange hue mm-hmm. and I remember like that was like for us like a year and a half into doing it that was like oh wow like we really know what we're doing and for like Earth Days it was like blues and greens um, and being able to like understand how you put light on and put how you sat, put do like sound tying it with your point about like when you're writing something I like look at someone like Bo Burnham again we talk about it a lot but like that's someone who like the lighting is deeply important and every time there's lighting in a show that is an intentional decision he's made to elevate whatever he's doing yeah so like when you know those things and you're like writing or producing having that ability just kind of elevates you as a creator because you can kind of a speak the language but b realize how you can punch up a joke even further. Do little things that, like, I don't know if someone noticed at Earth Day that the lights were blue and green. Or, like, really appreciate on Halloween that we made the theater, like, a haunted theater kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Because, like, we didn't do music that day. We did, like, like 
air going through a tunnel and like spooky music. Bats and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like I'm sure people enjoyed that without even being able to put a finger on what it was that they like immediately were getting out of it. Yeah, it's like the, the yeah, and the one thing uh, like with the because I know like a few people were telling me, and even I like made the mistake. Everyone was like uh, when like Inside came out, and like you know how Bo showed like the behind the scenes of yeah. him learning how to do stuff, but it was just him like testing stuff, and people were like, "Man, he really learned a bunch of." Th-. I was like, "He already knew how to do that." Was, I I fully like, re- I fully realized it like at some point in like the past year I was like oh he knew how to do that way before because yeah, you look at like make happy and words 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 like those like those were he was already doing that, that wasn't stuff. just some sound and lighting director like what he was doing was learning how to use that specific equipment but yeah. like he had years of knowledge yeah and it's just like incredible to think like as as we want to be creators those are the things that you should also be thinking about that yeah are, like really highly valued and like. When I'm making TikToks and stuff, I think about like a little bit of that stuff. I don't really execute on it much yet, but I, I want to. I want to be in a space soon where I can. Yeah. And then you talk about creating. I have this like cool idea. Is it for a movie? No, not for a movie. About deja vu? I was actually, I got this podcast idea. Oh. Right? And so like at, it, it goes on for just one single semester. And I was thinking of like calling it like a semester. Well, you should reach out to Andrew Mister. I think he'd be a really good host. Oh, hey, Andrew. I was thinking about this idea. Hey. And Andrew oh, hey. Mister. Jacob Marskull. Jacob Marskull, Andrew Mister. Yeah. I've got this idea for a podcast. One semester. One semester. And we do like dumb jokes and funny stories. Right. Yeah. Uh, biggest question. Yeah. If we're talking about like sound design, yeah. how do you expect to get like in and out of episodes? Oh, um, I was thinking we could just like leave like through the door maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But also like as we're leaving, maybe like music starts playing. Like that, like that, that song. That music. I like that song. Okay. Wait. No, no, I like that song. That yeah, one that was that was the song. Yeah, and we could just and we could just leave yeah. and let it roll. Okay. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that works. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I hope they enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope they enjoyed that. So yeah, how do you, how do you like that?